I'd like to use the first lesson from Acts today as the text for what follows. The New Testament makes clear that there were two different groups of Jesus's followers. One was the inner circle, originally 12 people, tellingly all men. That included Jesus, Jesus I'm sorry, Judas Iscariot. He betrayed Jesus to the Romans who killed Jesus. The other was the outer circle, a larger group that probably contained women, by the way. This group included Matthias, who was substituted for Judas Iscariot, randomly chosen to replace the betrayer, who killed himself out of unbearable shame. I have always found it easier to identify with Matthias than with the other disciples. Matthias, as we have heard, was the substitute who moved up from the junior varsity, so to say. According to the Bible, he was not selected by Jesus, who, according to the tradition, had already ascended into heaven. And he was not tapped by the Holy Spirit of God because the Holy Spirit, according to the Bible, had not yet descended. Matthew, Matthias, was instead chosen by Lot to be an inner circle replacement. And did you know that the church eventually named him a patron saint of alcoholics and other addicts, and oddly, carpenters. <laughs> I have no certainty, not even a suspicion, that I was ever chosen by Jesus or the Holy Spirit, but I do know what it's like to be a substitute, a replacement, and so forth. Maybe you do too. I can imagine some kinds of situations Matthias may have encountered as an apostle. For instance, I'll bet he regularly tried to field the question, what happens to us when we die. If he was a thoughtful and honest person, he would have had to say something like, I don't know for sure, but from a faith perspective, we are all loved, and love is stronger than death. Maybe this apostle would have had an experience like that of a couple missionaries going door to door in Cambridge, Massachusetts when we lived there, and they knocked on one door at random. When it opened, they said to the man, can we come in and talk with you 
about the Bible. He said, sure, led them in and pointed to some chairs. The man happened to be John Levinson, a professor of the Bible at Harvard. <laughs> when they all sat down, Levinson looked at them and said, what would you like to know? <laughs> the ensuing mortification is the missionary's worst nightmare. <laughs> but maybe Matthias had a sweet experience like that described by the widow of a friend of mine. Bert Mahan was a priest in the Episcopal Church and a beloved Divinity School classmate. He had been a school teacher before seminary. His widow, Alice, sent me a statement read at Bert's memorial service by his son. It recalled a childhood moment with his dad. Quote, one Sunday, as I was kneeling at the altar rail, he accidentally passed me over. I think he had a lot on his mind, what with the struggling startup church, the smallness of the congregation, or the fact that I was kneeling, wedged in next to his formidable mother-in-law. Anyway, after the service was over, I went up to him in the coffee hour. I th he was glad-handing everyone, laughing at somebody's horrible joke, networking and working the room before those terms had been invented. I came up, pulled on his cassock, and whispered, you forgot to bless me. He instantly excused himself, brought me back into the little chapel, lifted me up in front of the altar, and asked God's blessing. It's my nicest memory. With all, what I wanted to say about Matthias, the replacement, the substitute, is that he and possibly you and I, by some random, even mundane process, might have found ourselves a party to, or just a witness to, a challenging moment with others, or a situation in which we felt all too inadequate, or a poignant one of beauty that we had nothing to do with. Once in one of these contexts or another, we might uneasily have felt, who am I just to be here? One of my teachers, 
once wrote about being a Navy chaplain during World War II. At some frightening moment, the captain of the ship he was on beca became tense and lashed out, saying, what good are you? What are you even doing here? The chaplain made no reply, but another officer said, sir, the chaplain is here to pray for this ship and for the men on her. I wonder if feeling some days like only a substitute, maybe only extraneous, disempowers. But Matthias shows us something important, that our plain old imperfect humanity is plenty enough by God's grace to make us the instruments of God, implementing a power for good, a power persisting for a mutually respectful, sustainable, and humane world. Matthias demonstrates that God uses the ordinary, the mundane, to save the world, no less. So, may the people give themselves. May the people give thanks for the opportunity to witness, to love, and to serve. And finally, let the people say, Amen.